Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we imagine a future where China is still attempting to keep its COVID cases to zero. Imagine you're in the year 2025, five years after coronavirus cases first began cropping up across the globe. It's a long-forgotten tragedy by now. Cases crop up occasionally, but nobody really cares anymore. The only time you hear about COVID is when you get a notification on your phone from the government. Visit your doc for the annual booster dose. Besides that, there's nothing else. The masks are gone, the social distancing is gone, and the lockdowns are all gone. But in China, things are a little different. The state keeps imposing lockdowns every time someone catches a cold. Everyone still wears a mask, and testing is commonplace. The zero COVID strategy remains firmly in place, while the country continues to cede ground to other developing economies. They once contributed 30% of the world's manufacturing figures, but now they are struggling. Businesses and industries have moved away, disappointed by the constant lockdowns, and the world isn't dependent on China anymore. Just imagine this happened. Well, none of this is true, but there's a reason why we outline this hypothetical scenario. China is relentless with its zero COVID strategy. It's the only country in the world that's relying on lockdowns, isolations, and mass testing in 2022. Every time a case pops up, the country goes into overdrive and shuts everything down: schools, offices, parks, everything. Yes, 2.5 years after the pandemic, this is still happening. 2.5 years after vaccines and boosters have been made available, China is still holding on to the last vestiges of a COVID policy pioneered way back in 2020, and it's doing some damage to the Chinese economy. Just look at Apple. The company lost four billion dollars in expected iPad and Mac sales alone due to China's lockdowns, and Foxconn, Apple's principal contract manufacturer, is losing employees. Hundreds of workers walked away from factories a couple of weeks ago, fearing more lockdowns. If this continues, Apple could take another beating this holiday season. And what do you think they'll be talking about in the boardrooms? They'll probably be looking at alternatives. And it's systemic. This year, the American Chamber of Commerce in Shanghai surveyed 307 businesses in Shanghai to get a sense of what the CEOs are thinking about future prospects. And only 55% felt optimistic about their business over the next five years. Now, if you're thinking that's not too bad, you need some context. That's the lowest reading in the survey's 23-year history. It's worse than the surveyed figures from 2019 when Trump was at loggerheads with China and trade relations were deteriorating. And it is worse than in 2020 when the pandemic first hit. And the proof is in the pudding. Apple has already moved some of its manufacturing to India. Google is expected to move some of its manufacturing units to Vietnam. Microsoft is already manufacturing gaming consoles out of Vietnam, and Amazon's building Fire TV devices in India. Also, according to transport economics firm MDS Transmodal, China's share of global exports has already fallen from 64% to 53% in furniture. And from 41% to 37% in clothing and accessories in the past few years, but let's not get too excited about India's prospects. A study conducted by Nomura found that 56 companies relocated production from China between April 2018 and August 2019. Two companies went to Indonesia, 11 to Taiwan, 
eight to Thailand, twenty-six to Vietnam, and only three came to India. And we still aren't a preferred destination. But what about China? Will China ever stop imposing the draconian zero COVID restrictions? Well, we don't know. The thing is, they found some early success by imposing these harsh rules. While most countries were struggling with debts, disease, and administration failures, China managed to wriggle out of the first wave relatively unscathed. They reopened factories, doubled down on production, and exported goods en masse. And walking back on a strategy that proved so useful may seem daunting. Worse even, it could prove that China got it all wrong right from the beginning. There's also the fact that natural immunity levels in China remain very low. So if they remove restrictions and a new wave comes crashing through, the political backlash could be massive. And some experts contend that their vaccines may not have been as effective as other vaccines that hit the market these last few years. So there's a massive political implication if China were to move away from the zero COVID strategy. But what if the economic implications are even more damaging? Well, it's a tough choice. Maybe they'll figure out how to walk the tightrope, or maybe they won't. And while that's the end of today's episode, here's an insight from Team Ditto. Why should you buy insurance with your first salary? As a young individual, insurance may be the last thing on your mind. You probably think of it as something for the future, something that doesn't need to be thought of right now. But that's where you're wrong, and here's why. Number one, the super low premiums. You get insanely low premiums when you're young and healthy, and this goes both for life and health insurance. This is only because the younger you are, the less risky you are for the insurer. Number two, covering your family, so you don't have a spouse or kids. But hey, what about your parents? Most youngsters forget that these are the people who spent their entire life making yours better, which is why you should consider adding term insurance to your financial toolkit. So, in the event that you pass away, leave them with something they can hold on to after you're gone. Number three, tax saving benefits. Under Section ATC and ATD, you can reduce your taxable income by premiums paid for life and health insurance, respectively. And what's better than saving taxes from early on in your career? Number four, protect your wealth. As a young person full of ambition, you probably are more attracted to wealth-generating investments. You want to make as much money as fast as possible. But building wealth takes time, and the last thing you want is for all your hard work to go to waste due to unforeseen circumstances like critical illnesses or untimely demise. So first. Make sure you and your family's future is secure with health insurance and term insurance. Number five, the waiting periods. You cross the waiting periods for illnesses well in advance by buying health insurance early. That means that you can fully avail the benefits if the need arises, and you don't have to worry about hospital bills eating into your savings. And hey, the world of insurance is quite tricky out there, but don't worry, Ditto is here to help. All you have to do is go to Ditto's website. The link of which is in the description below. Click on book a free call, select health or term insurance as per your choice, choose the date and time as per your convenience, and relax. And our advisors will take it from there. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Finshots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time. 